Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. And Dave, nothing warms my heart more than to hear that intro song over and over and over. Get me pumped up. I tell you, for folks who have not heard our new intro song, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, Natasha Owens, I think, is the uh, singer and great Christian singer. Go check her out. Download the music. Help her out. Check out the video on YouTube, which is even better. Even better. Just spliced in with a bunch of shots of Biden falling up and down the stairs. Dave, great to see you. We have a special announcement, Mr. Uh, Frank. We do. We do please, have a please, special announcement Please today. have at it. Today, folks, ladies and gentlemen, listeners around the world, and we have listeners all over the world, we are so pleased to announce this is our two- Hundredth show. Cue the applause. Cue the applause. Oh, we don't have this is real applause, not fake mm. applause. Uh, our two hundredth recording, Dave. Today is this show. We started this uh, program back in uh, pandemic November. times. Well, I mean, way pre-pandemic, right? I mean, uh, prior to the uh, twenty, what was it, the twenty twenty election? I guess, right, or something like that. Long time ago. Anyway, two hundred shows ago. Um, but just yeah. given how, how it started, like we we've known each other a long, long time, too long, long, long even to, um, to it, and yeah. we always and we used to have these incredibly in depth conversations trying to analyze what was going on in the world. And I remember one time you go, Dave, we should make a podcast out of this, and sure enough, we yeah. did it. It was like a Seinfeld moment. And of course, you and I are both friends, are fans of Seinfeld, and we literally had our podcast version of the Seinfeld episode where George and Jerry are sitting in the coffee shop and they're talking and they're like, this could be a show. This what could, be, could a be a show? It's a show about nothing. But nobody's watching it. It's not on TV yet. Why not? <laughs> it's like that whole it's, discussion, except it's a podcast. And now we have t- tens of thousands of listeners all over the world. And we are extremely grateful for you yeah. guys tuning in. Well, yes. Thank you, everyone, for your support. And we will keep this train running as long as we can um, because we've got a country to save here, right? We do. No, we do it. We do it and because we love it. Save. We're not making money out of this, folks. Trust me. Uh, and if we ever got to the point where that was even an option, we would be donating it to all veterans and military causes. So thank you for listening. Please share the show with your friends. And uh, thanks for tuning in on our 200th anniversary episode. Dave. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, um, we what had show a show. is it this week, by the way? Is it? Is it? It's our Pope, 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 Show of the Week. Pope, Show of the Week, where for our new listeners, we hit five or ten really rapid fire stories, all the different ways the libtard far left and rhinos, frankly, are destroying our way of life. Dave, take it away. Well, you had a, we had a show a few weeks ago about what we're winning, and it all ties into us pushing back. I mean, it's really. Mm. Um, not in a crazy radical way, but just be stand up tall, be proud. We know we're on the winning side. So, hey, I feel like I know this guy. So Jacob Chansley, a.k.a. He's like a superhero. Ah, he's the he's the shaman shaman. The horn he, guy, the guy with the horns. And, and I, I think he became an emblem for the left to attack because of his attire. Mm-hmm. I think he looked fantastic. And of course, you know, like everything that the left does, they they want to present a an image that really is nothing. It's a transpa- It's a mirage of reality. Yeah. It doesn't really exist. So they wanted to make it seem like this this poor guy Jacob was oh he's he's a radical left. He hates us. He's going to blow everything up. And of course, the video uh, finally comes out, and we knew right. this was on Tucker Carlson. On Tucker right? Carlson, exculpatory uh, evidence. Yeah, let's give Tucker some praise on that. But we knew we knew this was the case. We knew right. it from day one. This was all nonsense. About right. he was actually being escorted through the Capitol yeah. on Jan six. Yeah. So he finally da 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 released from jail. He's released. He's out. Yep. 
And he is going to file a yeah. multi-billion-dollar <laughs> lawsuit. Let me tell you, not- <laughs> I guess Liz Cheney and Kersinger <laughs> and all those other whack jobs on the far left, and yes. and the rhinos. I mean, they're dead. They are gone. Let me tell you, we are going to have in the next one to two to three years not only massive lawsuits from the J6ers who slowly, one by one, are going to get released from jail as more and more footage comes out. Between that and uh, people around the country and around the world suing their uh, former employers for mandating they take a a, a jab. Between both of those kind of themes, man, the lawyer's going to be busy and they're going to be making some money. Going to be so busy, Dave. And by the way, the other thing to celebrate in our 200th episode is we got kicked off YouTube again for the third time. Just, <laughs> just, just to let you know, I think we got like three strikes now or something, whatever that means in, in, in their um. fantasy land. So uh, not that we really care. It just pushes there by, you know, auto push. So <laughs> I, I got I got a quick one. How many days yeah. until Jacob Chansley has his book come out? Start counting. It's, uh, that book's already being written right now. Oh, totally. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you got to tie into yeah. the J6, don't you? Uh, the tie-in to the J6, what is, oh, the, oh, <laughs> yes. One of the lawyers. Yeah, the lawyer guy. That's right. So I, I'm over here in Gateway Pundit, Dave. So partner from the law firm that represents the Democratic National Committee and is suing Donald J. Trump over January the 6th on behalf of congressional Demo- Democrats last Friday. Guess what? He was arrested for possessing child porn. <laughs> uh, Dave, I don't know if oh. I have, I don't know if you have the list uh, of people of Democrats that are, are in possession of child porn, whether it's Epstein or Rothstein or Weinstein or all these guys. I need guys. an Excel spreadsheet, it's dude. It's a pretty – dude, Excel spreadsheet. I mean you need like a – you need like a PhD from Princeton to run that spreadsheet because that thing is big and deep and tall. So this guy is a partner at a, at a law firm. I'm going to name the law firm because – they should be named Cohen, Milstein, Sellers, and Toll, and mm-hmm. that's the law firm. Basically, there where he's uh, he is, and uh, yeah, so he was arrested for possessing child porn. The FBI arrested him. Uh, I, Dave, you know, I'm not no more details here, but like, suffice to say, why is it that so many Democratic operatives, mm-hmm. whether they're Clinton supporters, lawyers, they work for Perkins Coy, which is basically, that's basically a government arm of the Democratic Party. It's a law firm masquerading as a private law firm. And why are so many of these people yeah. involved with child porn? Sure. Why, why, why is that the case? I'll tell you why. Because they're satanic pedophiles and they should all be imprisoned and strung up by their balls. Well, that's why we still haven't gotten Ghislaine Maxwell's uh, uh, list yet. Uh, but it, you didn't do the quick follow-up to that. Is this a guy apparently for this law firm specialized in fighting child sex abuse? What a <laughs> clown show, right? Oh my god, oh, it's just unbelievable. Well, hopefully he spends the rest of his life in jail and learns how to. Pick he's up on his way soap. to Rikers Island to meet a guy named Careful. Bubba. I was going to say he's going to he's going to have a fun few years ahead of him. Hey, soap uh, on a rope. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even get me going. All right. um, hey, uh, speaking of soap on the rope, um, a university has uh, gotten rid of a group uh, that actually had the gall to say it's called the American Club. By the way, okay. they had they made this this outrageous claim. Frank, hang on to your hat. They, you know their claim: you are either a man or a woman. Oh, hold no, on. Dave, I know. No, don't I, say yeah. it. Don't just don't say it. it's not so. It is, and I you know. What can you say? The, it, the group, the school is called the American Club. It's comprised of members of Turning Point USA, Young America's right. Foundation, and so on. Right. And you mean like normal the, people? Yeah, yeah, like normal. But now, yeah. of course, as soon as they come out with that, 
It's oh, they are uh, they are uh, against all school policy. According to who? Like who represents the school? And it's just um, in to, to, to sum it up. This, by the way, Long Island University. Right. Where Where do you turn if you can't ha- if you can't come out and say the most basic biologically uh, real type uh, of you know statement? Yeah. Where Where do you go from there? Uh, Argentina. I don't know. I mean, there's, 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 there, there, yeah. And the United States is definitely not the place. It's, uh, we, we are entering very dangerous times, David. As I said on the podcast, uh, this pre, the one earlier this week, um, you know, the whole transgender extremism element of things, the LGBTQ plus plus plus, all the rest of it, that is replacing BLM from 2020 as right. a, essentially the military arm with Antifa of the Democratic Party, and they are sanctioned to commit violence on behalf of the Democratic Party leading up to this next election. And Dave, don't make make no mistake. That is absolutely true. They will not be charged. They will not be taken to no. prison. They will give them this. I mean, remember Kamala Harris was paying people's uh, bail to get out after BLM and the riots that led up to the last presidential election. You're going to see the same thing, Dave, right now with the transgender crew leading well, up to the Well, because they, they know they're, they, they're, they're quote unquote a protected class. So they feel right. can, they can get away with anything. Right. They can storm capital uh, offices right. without any fear uh, of, yeah. of a revenge factor. And yeah. um, that has to change. Yeah. And if you're exactly, and I'm going to go on to my next story here, Dave. But if, yeah, I tell you what's not a protected class. If you're 25 to 75 and white and normal, you're not a protected class there's no. about a hundred million of those people in the country you're not a protected class you need to stand up for your own rights dave i'm over here on breitbart dave this is a very big and important story and i want folks to listen to this very carefully and this got a little bit overshadowed this week because of the whole tranny thing and the trump indictment but this is a cr- really important story conservative social media influencer douglas Mackey, mm-hmm. convicted of election interference dave you ask for what? What did he do? Do you remember this case, Dave? He put up a meme. This was during the 26. This was during the election between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. This was during the 2016 election. This is seven years ago. This case was left alone until the day after. And I mean, literally the day after Biden got into office, weaponized the DOJ and instructed Garland to go after this guy. This guy has now been find, uh, found guilty uh, he put out a meme, Dave. He put out a meme that basically said, uh, if you want to vote by phone, you can text your vote for Hillary to like XYZ number. And obviously it was a joke. It was satire because sure. you can't text your vote in the United States, although I'm sure the liberals would love the ability to do that. But you cannot do it right now. Um and apparently a few thousand people tried to do it. Nobody's rights were disenfranchised. There's been no evidence of that whatsoever. There was even a far-left libtard woman from San Francisco who did the same thing. They didn't charge her. They didn't prosecute her. Dave, this guy is facing 10 That's years sick. in federal prison. 10 years. 10 years, Dave, for sending out a meme on a tweet. That, folks, is where we are. We are at a cross, talk about crossing the Rubicon with Trump and the indictment. This is another Rubicon crossed where people now are afraid to send out certain things. This is a First Amendment right, for God's sakes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I I think the time lapse alone is eight, seven, eight years later. Seven years, yeah. Yeah, talk about going after your quote unquote political enemies. Yeah, Banana Republic doesn't even, that puts it mildly uh, of where we're heading, which is uh, 
sad but true at the same time. So, hey, we wish him well. Hopefully he's got a good lawyer and can eventually sue. Right? Yeah, it's going to get overturned, I think, in federal, you know, it's a, a higher court. And it will go all the way to the Supreme Court if it has to. Ultimately, I feel that, that we will win the case. But just the, the oh. on its face, it's yeah, just it, pathetic. You BLMers that throw Molotov cocktails at police, we're, you're okay. We're going to bail you out. Yeah, no problem. But yeah. this poor guy who, who, who forwards a, a meme, a, a silly, funny yeah. meme, uh, we're going to put him in jail. They just want to crush him. Yeah, no oh. money. They have no money to fight the cases. They have to raise money. And by the way, if you try to send money, they're then monitoring the, who sends the money to this guy. So then you're screwed as well. So it's, it's, it's a mess. Hey, another reason why I'm really just sick of uh, our pal over there in the, the, the Ukraine. They, not Ukraine. The Ukraine, they call it. Mm. Um, so now uh, their, their top security agency, you know, who, who pushed that in the motion, that's uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. Zelensky, uh, yeah. undercover of the, of the dark. He is now arresting, just like they did up in Canada during uh, the COVID nonsense, he is uh, arresting and shutting down Orthodox uh, churches. Mm. So this one poor guy... He's, he's, you know, these guys are old school. They look old, <laughs> you know. I mean, the the theology of goes back centuries, right? Yeah, yeah. And they've not only has Zelensky shut down any kind of media, uh, you know, blowback to what he's he's doing. You know, heaven forbid we have an, another a contrarian voice. So these uh, Orthodox monasteries are being shut down left and right. And they've got a picture of one poor guy. They don't have his name up here. But so they're going to say, hey, because they, the, the, some of these uh, Orthodox churches actually have links to Russia, which okay. goes back. This isn't new. This yeah. is, goes back centuries. They've had a, the Russian Orthodox Church is very powerful and mm-hmm. it's still very prevalent. And so they have connections with Ukraine Orthodox churches, right? Because that yeah. goes also back centuries. But now, uh-uh. In the year 2023, we're shutting you down. Yeah. So another reason why I'm, I'm, I don't want another penny to go to these people. I hope they do push Russia back, but I'm sick. of These kind of stories just make me sick. Oh, dude, totally. Great, great story. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, Dave, I'm over here on Just the News. Uh, this is a fantastic website uh, with uh, great breaking news. This is in the Kerry Lake uh, lawsuit uh, that the Arizona Supreme Court has now sent this back to the local court for review. Um, one of the three elements of the case, uh, not to get into the weeds here, but basically uh, Carrie Lake is the legitimate governor of the state of Arizona. Abe Hamaday is the legitimate attorney general of the state of Arizona. And there was massive fraud in Maricopa County, which is Phoenix, um, which is understandable. Um, Katie Hobbs is on the on the government on the payroll of the cartels on the border, as as is her appointed attorney general and secretary of state, the position she used to hold. The point of this story, Dave, is just the news. Here's the headline, quote, signature verification software used by and I'm going to repeat that software was that does that sound familiar, Dave? Mm -hmm. Dominion, Dominion, remember Dominion signature verification software used by Maricopa County. Dave says 10 percent is a high confidence match. Dave, 10%. That is the threshold that they set for being a high confidence match, 10% signature verification. So you might ask yourself, oh, well, that sounds horrendous. It should be a much higher percentage. Okay, but here's the thing, Dave. Um, The Secretary of State, who is a far radical left Marxist, guess they hired, they retained a, uh, a software firm uh, called Virus Software, Virus Pro Software, run by a guy named Runbeck. Uh, and I did a little checking on this guy. Turns out he's a radical far-left Marxist and his leadership team. And 
they set the threshold, Dave, at whatever they want. Okay. You can set it at 10%. You can set it at 20%. You can set it at 50%. So they set it at 10%. Why? So that all the phony signatures don't match. So that anybody can scrawl in there, John Q. Smith or whatever they want, or all the illegals, and they don't match. But you just change the rules to, to get to the outcome that you want. And so people always ask me during the last election, oh, Frank, there's no fraud. How can you? Dave, there is absolute. <laughs> no. This is this is buttoned down as close as you can get to fraud. Dave, 60%. Where's the quote here? Just let me get back to this. I want to make sure I get this uh, this accurate here. Uh, uh, is it 60%? Yeah, 60% of the, of the uh, matching did not work. There was there was errors in over sixty percent of the matches. So you got to ask yourself, who's setting that threshold at ten percent and why? Right? <laughs> they, they make it up as they go along. I, exactly. I, for them, they know they're on the losing side of all the of of especially in Arizona. That was the most prevalent oh, example of a stolen election in our nation's history. I believe oh, ever. Yeah. And, and even you think with all of our technology and, and stuff, it would help. But obviously, it hasn't. It's the so opposite. They're, they're all the technology has hurt it. Right. Exactly you got to go back it. to the way France does it. Thirty-five million people vote. Paper ballots. Manual signature ver- verification. Um, you have to vote in person unless there's some uh, uh, ridiculous excuse, in the like hospital, military maybe, or, or yeah. hospitalized or whatever. Uh, and that's it. And they count them in one day. It's election day, for God's sake. It's not election, election. month. They want election month. That's the whole it's, point. It's the one thing the French do better than us. And they also make a pretty good croissant, except for also, that. Well, a nice one, day. And they also do nuclear much better than we do as well. They, they do. Have, they have like 10 nuclear power plants over there. So By the good. way, have you been seeing the uh, the crazy uh, uh, um, riots that are going on in Paris, oh, pushing yeah. back Macron, trying to push the, the, the retirement yeah. age up? Yeah, 62 um, to 64. I, yeah, ooh, <laughs> just, wait, ooh. just wait till they start trying to touch Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security oh, here because there was there's the, a the, I mean, Trump yeah. said they're off the table. I mean, Trump has said Social Security, we're, we're off the rails here, but Trump has said Medicare and Social Security is off the table. Yeah. Medicaid and the military, yes, they are. They have to be. They're the only they're the other two largest discretionary items in the budget. They have to be on the table. We can still defeat the CCP through other asymmetrical means. We can cut the military budget a little bit. Uh, and still be very, very successful and smart. There was a hilarious picture, I got to just mention this, of a couple in Paris sipping their Merlot oh, or whatever they're having. I don't right want any of, for Merlot. <laughs> yeah, but right in front of them, there's a fire pit going on from the rioters. It's oh, like, no way. Oh, yeah, pa- give me some some, some butter. Oh, yeah. On my oh, pass the, yeah, pass the brie. Oh, what was that? A, was that a, was a, a Literally rocket, a fire rocket pit. grenade front. that just went past me? Yeah, Because exactly. we're so used to it. Nice. Um, hey, we know the educational system in this country is a mess. And if you're sending your kid, especially off to college, especially public, I mean, yeah. Oh my God. And, what you, and you're spending what? You're, you're going to drop a hundred grand on your kid going to a four year university and they're going to come out brainwashed. So here's a typical example. So out there in the University in Mex- Michigan, I think yeah. is it the Spartans? So this is just a typical yeah. reaction. And this, is, this one idiot actually was uh, dumb enough to actually voice how they really feel. In fact, they probably all feel this way. But he said he's been placed on leave, which means he's still getting paid. Right. Um, He said we should kill any guest speaker who holds transphobic, racist, and homophobic views. Now, of course, and by the way, this is, um, let's mention this person's name, Stephen Shaviro. So a a real, a real demon uh, shutting down free speech. Mm. I wonder who decides what's transphobic, racist, and homophobic. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe you left-wing professors. Yeah. Uh, These people are... um, 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't send my puppy oh, to, totally. to one of these universities. They're all they're all sn- uh, snake pits of, of horrific uh, brainwashing. Yeah. And uh, to, the idea that you're going to spend, uh, uh, you know, what fifty grand a semester or Ridiculous. a year at these places. Yeah. So this is just a, a very typical example uh, of a of a loser uh, sh- shouting off, um, and. Unfortunately, guess what? I'd yeah. say this is very prevalent in almost every well, for the college first, in this country. No, you're right. I'm glad you brought up that story, though, because for the first time ever this past couple of years, we've seen declining enrollment rates, even at major colleges across the United States. People are just fed up, Dave. They're, yeah. They've done. They're, they're taking time off. They're they're doing travel years. They're taking sabbaticals. They're they're taking jobs right out of college, right out of high school, and just getting real world work experience. Um, something that I also did before going to college. So I think there's lots of different ways to proceed. You're going to live till you're 75 or 80, God willing. So, you know, take your time and do what's right for you. Dave, I'm over here on uh, Business Insider. Uh, This is sort of a call attention to the obvious headline, but I'm going to read it anyway. San Francisco, New York, and L.A. list the top top the list of cities Americans are flocking away from, (laughs) (laughs) according to a report. Now, Dave, I know what you're going to say. Frank, we didn't need a headline in Business Insider to tell us this was happening. Yes, Dave, you are correct. That is true. But I just wanted to quantify it and say there's actually a study uh, that shows that San Fran, New York, and L.A. are the top cities that Americans have been leaving, according to Redfin, uh, real estate data. And it's been that way basically since 2016. Mm. Guess what other cities are on the top 10 list, Dave? Let me ask you, what what, what do these have in common, by the way? Blue. Washington, Washington <laughs> D.C., Chicago, Boston, Seattle, San Francisco, Denver, and New Orleans. What do those all cities have in common, Dave? Mm. Again, again, we can't think. Hell, Democratic hellholes? Yeah, that would be it. Uh, obviously, remote work is having an effect as well and all the rest of it. But people are sick and tired. Really, what's, what's it come down to, Dave, is the crime at the end of the day. People don't feel safe and they're moving. And it's like Portland. Port- Walmart closed three stores in Portland. Target's closing stores in San Francisco. They're done. People are done. They're just they're, they don't feel safe. They're leaving. They're moving. They're done. I'm going to get to another story about L.A. in a second. But, uh, you know, for lots of different reasons, people are leaving these places. And it would be even worse, except that um, this is a, make it even uh, a, a bad story, even worse. The only reason why it's not worse is because millions of illegals have come in to take their place. Yeah. So so exactly. it would be even more dramatic. Yeah. But but we have these illegals pouring in. It's like, oh, we're only dropping, you know, X amount of percentage of, of yeah. uh, how about people that actually pay taxes? And by the way, that's why the freeway is still crowded, Dave. You asked me earlier before we went on air today, you said what the I-5, said, you, yeah. you said I-5 is still like it's an hour and a half to get from here to there. Yeah, because it's still all the illegals driving from Tijuana. They're all up and down the they're up and down all the time. I, I hear you. Hey, my last story here, dude. Yeah. Um, former UK Prime Minister Liz Truss. This is just we'll, we'll, we'll go out with a, with a laugh. Yeah. Apparently, she's going to be a contestant on an upcoming TV series in, in Britain. You know, they're pretty wacky with their reality <laughs> TV shows out there. It's called yeah. "I'm a Celebrity." Get me out of here. Oh, God. So she was the shortest ever serving prime minister. And I yeah. hate that she even was called a Tory, which is supposed to be conservative That's over there. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a joke over there. Yeah. But there, you know, this is the show where they eat bugs. Okay. It's a oh, bug eating reality gosh. show. It's a, it's oh. a, it's a, um, a show you want to watch on channel 13 at two in the morning. But th- it shows you how <laughs> you can go from prime minister to a lowly, uh, reality show contestant in like six months. That's the world we live in, dude. That's where we live, dude. Uh, my last story of the week, Dave, I'm over here on the Gateway Pundit. Actually, no, sorry, the Western Journal. Uh, Shark Tank star shreds 
a new Los Angeles County mansion tax, which I'm sure you've heard about. So I'll ask you your yeah, opinion about this in a second. Uh, she reveals where she thinks the rich are going to move. So this is Barbara Corcoran. She's on Shark Tank. She's a great judge on Shark Tank and caught up. And so, this, Dave, this basically the L.A. voters, this happened in a proposition that happened just for folks who listen to our, our show around the world and don't know why California is absolutely crazy. Yes, it is crazy. So last November, the voters supposedly passed a measure. This is probably fraud as well. It's probably not uh, real voters. Anyway, they passed a vote called Measure ULA, which levies a 4% tax on any home selling for more than $5 million and a 5.5% tax selling a tax on properties that sell over $10 million. So if you sell a house for $5 million, that's roughly, what is that, a quarter million dollars, roughly, give or take. Uh, on that house. And you might think, well, they're rich and they deserve to pay that and all the rest of it. Guess where the money's going? Homeless. And the encampments <laughs> for the homeless to build sure. more, to build more three quarters of a million dollar. And that's the average cost of an apartment for the homeless people, $750,000. So actually, the tax savings, uh, or the, the money generated from this tax will only pay for a third of what it costs for a new apartment for a homeless person, which average right now is $750,000 in LA. And this is only going to raise two hundred and fifty of that $750,000. Funny how this was announced on April Fool's Day, which is today, the day we're recording this show. Um, Dave, we've talked about the homeless, the business of homeless uh, in, in California and and, and uh, so forth, and really across the country. Uh, this is just another way, bottom line here for folks, this is another way to keep capital out of California. Yeah. What do you think what do you think rich people are going to do when they want to spend 5 or 10 million dollars on a house and they know when they're going to sell it they're going to have to spend on top of all the other closing costs they're going to have to spend 5% tax and give it to LA County homeless people? I don't think so. They're going to buy in Montana or Idaho or Nevada or Vegas or somewhere else. Or they're going to pay a lot of attorneys a lot of money to somehow weasel out of that in some in some weird way. And you know, heaven forbid we actually use some of that extra tax money, quote unquote, to oh I don't know fix some roads, have better schools. No, no. let's have let's encourage more homeless to come here that we can take care of for the rest of their lives. That's what they want, Dave. That's what they want. Hey, great seeing you this week, Dave. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. We really appreciate you listening to our podcast. Please feel free to share it. We are out there on every podcast platform of choice, and of course. On social media, at Rant and Rave 1776 on all the platforms, Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, and Twitter. Lots of new followers on Twitter. Loving that over there. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.